back to another episode of Solidarity on the Bench. I am your host, Katie Yu, and before we get started with today's episode, can I just talk about how insane it has been to start a podcast and actually stick with it? Like, I was a little worried, I'm not gonna lie, when I started this podcast that I, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I feel like I still have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm learning along the way, and I'm really proud of myself because making a podcast... I mean, I I still can't believe I have one and I still can't believe people listen to it. So if you've been a listener of Solidarity on the Bench for a couple of months now, thank you so much. I have like I am literally speechless at the fact that you guys listen and really enjoy what I have to say. Like I feel like I feel like 11 year old Katie would be absolutely speechless to know that I have a podcast and I have listeners. I don't know. I'm I just find it so crazy and I just wanted to thank you guys so much again just for supporting and listening and being your beautiful selves and sorry, I'm I'm adjusting the microphone. Again, I'm telling you I'm I'm not a professional out here, but I just wanted to take the time and I feel like I never really say this enough on this podcast, but thank you so much for listening and supporting. Like it truly means the world to me just to have a space where I feel like I can let out whatever I'm feeling at the time and it will be so well received. And sometimes when I'm filming these episodes, especially if they're the shorter and more succinct ones, I also get to learn a lot because I do a lot of research and make sure that what I'm saying is actually accurate or it helps me reflect on what is going on in my real life. So this is so much of therapy for me and I really hope that it translates for you guys as well and that you learn a lot and yeah, just thank you so much again for being here. So for today's episode, if you haven't seen the title, it is going to be talking a little bit about letting go of friendships. And this is a topic that has been requested, highly requested, since my first episode of Friendships came out. People have been asking me, how do you know when a friendship is kind of over? And when you do know, what do you do about it? So that's what today's episode is going to be about. I think I'm kind of going through this process right now, and I have done this a lot previously in my life especially junior year and it was really difficult but I feel like I'm still on pretty civil grounds with a lot of the people that I no longer have in my life and I think that recognizing that the people that you no longer have like they did once serve a purpose and it's not like especially if it's a kind of a fizzle out type of friendship that you don't have to hold any bad grudges or you don't have to have a reason you don't have to be negative towards them for a friendship to end it really could just end because you guys are in different phases of your life so kind of jumping ahead but yeah i just i feel like i've experienced a lot of this and i'm really really happy with the people that i have in my life and the quality of friendships that i have and if you want to know kind of more about my friendships and that journey you can go listen to the first episode which is titled friendships but in this one we're going to be talking about letting go of friendships so the first thing that i want to remind you guys of is if you're in this period where you don't know if someone should stay in your life you should remember that it can be really hard to let go of friendships, but sometimes it is necessary for personal growth. In the sense that if that person is holding you back or I sometimes I think about it in this way, like if I've spent more than four therapy sessions talking about them, that's like a month. If I've spent more than a month talking about them in my therapy sessions, that's probably a really bad sign. Like if I sometimes I come to my therapist and I have to work through things that are going on in my personal life. Normally it's a lot about me and my inner healing and like shadow work and childhood trauma 
and limiting beliefs and all of that. So it's very centered on me. But if I have to bring in someone and talk about someone and my relationship to someone in my therapy, like in my therapy sessions, it's probably a really bad sign. So my first indicator is if they've been brought up in four consecutive therapy sessions or like or like out of six, they've been brought up in four, you know? So the majority of the last couple of therapy sessions or like if they've been on my mind a lot, if this is not a rash decision that I'm making because I have an anxious attachment style. So sometimes like the last time we hang out, if it goes really poorly or if I say something wrong, I will like get really down on myself and really try to beat myself up because I feel uncomfortable. But if it's not that and I feel like it's really something that needs to be addressed, I'm going to start kind of thinking about whether or not this is a friendship that I really want to have in my life. So it is really just recognizing when a friendship is no longer serving you and also be honest with yourself and your feelings because a lot of the times it's not about you or about them. Specifically, like when I'm I'm going through kind of a friendship breakup right now and I'm realizing that it really isn't about me or about them, it's just that we're in two completely different spaces of our lives right now. I wanted to read two quotes. The first one is from Charlotte Freeman. I'm not exactly sure what the book is called, but it's from the Thought Catalog TikTok. So it says, sometimes there is no reason. It's comforting to believe that everything happens for a reason, and sometimes this does prove to be true, but sometimes heartbreaking things can happen, and it seems like there's no possible way to explain the situation or reason with it, not right now anyway. Situations arise sometimes that simply just do not make sense. While you may search for a meaning or a reason behind this pain, it's important to remember that sometimes there is no reason, sometimes things don't happen for any reason at all. The second thing that I want to talk about, again, it's a screenshot from a thought catalog TikTok. It says, sometimes love doesn't win. Sometimes beautiful things end because you outgrow another human being. Sometimes love becomes too heavy to hold. The potential and the lessons and the evolution have reached a threshold. There is nowhere else to place your hope. However, that is not something that you should deem a failure or something that should break your heart. That is something to celebrate. You managed to care for someone in the deepest way and you grew one another into human beings who are going to go off into this world and change other people with that love. You did all that you could for one another and instead of forcing something that wasn't working or fulfilling you anymore, you chose to walk away. You chose to release your grip, to believe that there were other things in store for your hearts. There is bravery in that. The last quote that I wanted to pull is a quote apparently from the book called Overthinking It. It's from Thought Catalog. I love Thought Catalog on TikTok, but it says, chances are it would have ended no matter what you did differently. Most importantly, just remembering that a lot of the reasons why friendships end may not be your fault and it may not be their fault. It may just be because you guys are growing into different human beings and you guys are no longer serving each other, which is also completely okay. So what I wrote down is if you've realized that this is a friendship that you want to let go of, ask yourself if this is something that you can have a conversation about and in that, would they be receptive to it? So would you feel emotionally safe to go and talk to them about how you're feeling in this relationship? Or is this a fundamental difference in who you are and who they are? In this, basically, if they're treating you poorly, And it's kind of something that they could change. Like you don't like the wording that they're using about something. That's a different story to you not liking an aspect of their character or them repeatedly doing something to both you and someone else you know. 
that is more of an indicator of who they are and not necessarily how they are treating you specifically. So what I try to remember in this in this space is that I can't ask someone to change for you and I can't expect someone to change for you because I don't ever want to change for another person and no one else can expect me to change who I am fundamentally to fit into their life. So sometimes they're the best person they can be, but they just aren't the best person for you. And there's a huge difference in initiating a conversation about something that they can change versus, oh, sorry, versus trying to talk about something that is fundamentally who they are. And if it is the latter, it's not necessarily a conversation that you can open up to want to continue the friendship. It's more like you have to look at them and see, okay, this is who you are. Am I going to allow you into my life? Seeing everything that you are, do I want to give you permission to be in my life and continue to stay in my life? I read this somewhere and I've been holding it true for a lot of the times that I've let go of friendships. It's if I met you today, regardless of the history that we have, would I still want you in my life anymore? Sometimes the answer is yes, sometimes the answer is no, but whatever you answer that, that's kind of like your litmus test to however you're feeling about that relationship. So once you've kind of decided that maybe letting go of a friendship is the right move for you, then you have to decide on how you want to approach the conversation or approach this kind of situation. So the first approach, the three ones that I wrote down was having an open conversation or an open forum. And you can read a little bit more about how to have difficult conversations on my profile. I actually collaborated with my sister on this who has a master's of science in clinical psychology. So she really hit the nail on the head and puts out some really good tips. But basically, the goal of the conversation, especially if it's an open forum, is not to attack the other person because that puts someone on the defensive. Rather, you have to remember that it is an open forum. It's an open conversation for you to both better understand what is happening in the relationship. So you can understand why someone is acting the way they are and then also decide that you don't just stand for the behavior in your life. So it goes back to what I said before. It's like, if that is actually fundamentally who they are, you can accept them and love them for who they are, but you don't have to allow that into your life if you don't want to. So the goal of an open conversation is normally just to resolve something and maybe if they're doing something like a behavior that you don't really enjoy, bringing that up in a kind of neutral and respectful setting so that they're not put on the defensive and that you could talk through how that made you feel and what you would like them to do differently in the future. Another approach to this is kind of a slow ghosting and I preface this by saying only if your friendship wasn't that deep in the sense that I don't think ghosting is ever okay, but I think there's a very big distinction between ghosting someone who you're like really good friends with and ghosting someone who you don't really know. So if you've only met them like a couple of times or you've hung out a lot but you don't have like any deeper level conversations, it's mainly surface level. I think like a slow ghosting, a slow like letting go of them in your life is totally acceptable. Although hear me out when I say I don't think that ghosting in like romantic relationships when you're talking to someone is acceptable. I think that communication is always the key. But with friendships, like there is a huge distinction between how close you are with someone and how you want to approach that. Like if it's if you guys really aren't that close and a conversation isn't warranted, then that's totally fine. Like if it would be weird to bring it up because you don't know each other that well, ghosting is fine. 
not necessarily ghosting, but like a slow ghost, you know, just like a slow fizzle out in your life. And the third approach is if you in your heart have decided that you don't want to stand for this behavior or you don't want this person in your life anymore for various reasons, it doesn't even have to be the fact that you have thought of something really deep. You just have decided that you don't want this person in your life anymore. And remember, that is totally okay. Um, the approach that you would have is kind of a one-sided conversation. And I think that this is really hard because sometimes the person that you're talking to feels a little bit blindsided about this conversation. If you've been thinking about it for so long and they feel like there was nothing wrong and you're just kind of blindsiding with them with the information that you've been unhappy and that you want to cut them off of your life. So just remember that when you do approach the conversation. I know that I have made this mistake where I come in really heavy with a lot of emotions because I've been talking about it and working through it with my friends, my therapist for months and months and months and I finally have the courage and the words and the reasons why I don't want this person in my life. And they're like, wait, I thought like everything was totally good. So just remember that even when you're having this one-sided conversation and you're deciding to cut off this friendship or you're deciding to draw like very strict boundaries or you're, you know, something or other in, in a one-sided conversation, just to approach it with a lot of grace, especially if the person has never been kind of, if this issue has never been brought up in conversation before. So really, that was a mistake that I made and I really want to emphasize that the right approach to do this is a lot of grace. If you are having a one-sided conversation and you've decided that you wanted to let them go, you need to communicate your decision to let go of the friendship in a respectful and a compassionate way. They might be a little bit confused. They might want to talk about it. I think that the important thing here, especially going back to like boundaries, is not to confuse the person. It's to go in and say, this is what I want and really stick to it and not let anything that they say sway you so be firm in your boundaries and be firm in how you're feeling about the friendship because if you've already decided to bring up this conversation you've probably been thinking about it for a while and that is so valid so just make sure that whatever they say won't change your mind and you're going to make sure that you're very firm in what you're saying and very clear and compassionate about how you approach that conversation so my last thing is to be open to the possibility of reconnecting in the future if the circumstances change. And this is how I like to end a lot of my friendships. It's not necessarily a, you know, you really wronged me and I don't want you in my life anymore. I think that as I've grown older and a little bit more, like, as I've worked on my emotional intelligence almost, I've realized that there's a lot of reasons why friendships end, and it's not necessarily because someone did something to hurt you. If that is the case, you don't have to be open to the possibility of reconnecting. Like, let me be firm in the fact that this is specifically for friendships where kind of no one is in the wrong, and it's just a friendship that is not serving you right now, and that is again, completely okay. But I always leave my conversations with the possibility of reconnecting. And this is a little bit harder because I might be open to reconnecting, but they might not be in the moment. So however they're feeling in the future, just if you really don't ever want to reconnect with them again, and I've had some friendship breakups like this, where I'm just like, please don't contact me again. I really do not want you in my life. Like be very firm in how you want them to proceed. 
but if you're open to the possibility of reconnecting you can also be clear about that just be like maybe in a month or two we could check in and see how I'm feeling and see how you're feeling in the relationship maybe we might need more time than a month you know whatever that looks like for you and this friendship because every friendship and every dynamic is a little bit different but you could have like an open conversation when you're like well maybe you know in a couple of months when I'm in a better headspace or you're in a better headspace or any of those things or it could be you know years down the line but I think that what has been really been drilled into me with networking and like being an econ major is that you never want to leave on a sour foot if you can help it so if that person has kind of just accepted this decision to break off the friendship just be like thank you so much like don't ever look at the friendship and be sad about how it ended like it the person who was in your life was in your life for a reason and there was a point in time where you really did like them and you really valued that friendship so remember that part instead of trying to remember the things that they did wrong because everyone is here to teach you a lesson people are here for a season or a reason or a lifetime or whatever that quote is so the big takeaways that i want to leave you guys with is there are three of them number one is to prioritize your own well-being above anything else and i know that sounds a little bit harsh and that doesn't mean that you have to tread on other people to prioritize your well-being but that also doesn't mean that you are going to bend over backwards if that doesn't serve you so i think that really growing up for me and working on myself has really realized that self-care is not selfish and i know that we've heard that time and time again but really is like You can't pour from an empty cup. You can only give as much as you have to give. So make sure that you are putting yourself in a position where you are able to give and pour into other people like you want them to support you and love you and all of that. Number two, my next takeaway is you should not feel guilty about ending a friendship that is no longer positive for you. So going back to prioritizing your own well-being, it is okay. People change, friendships change. You want people to evolve. I think that the idea of being stagnant, especially in a relationship, is kind of, it's kind of nice because then you know where you stand in all seasons of life, but I never want any of my friendships to be stagnant. And I am now getting more comfortable with the idea that a lot of people come into my life for seasons. And I am someone who kind of works very quickly emotionally. I spend a lot of time in my head, a lot of time thinking things out, and a lot of time analyzing, you know, my limiting beliefs and my narratives. And so my therapist has told me that I'm kind of like the best client because I can self-soothe and I can really go through 500 scenarios in a week and I move super fast. And so I need people in my life who are kind of on this turbocharge of self-discovery and self-love like I am or else I feel like they're too stagnated when in reality they could be moving forward just not as fast as I am and so there isn't anything wrong with me not wanting to be friends with them there truly isn't but it is just me putting my well-being first ultimately don't feel guilty about ending a friendship that is no longer positive to you because in this phase of self-love and self-discovery you need to put you first because if you don't put you first no one else will and the third takeaway that i kind of honed in on um, earlier in the conversation is to be clear with what you want or to be clear that you want to have an open conversation and be firm with that so as i said in my boundaries episode Brene brown always hounds that clear is kind unclear is unkind let them know 
what exactly they're in for. If you're going in and having a conversation, but you already have your mind made up, don't make them feel like they can change your mind by saying a special thing. Just be like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm open to questions, comments, concerns. That sounds really formal. That sounds like the end of a presentation, you know, but just be like, I'm open to some sort of conversation, but I want to let you know that I kind of already have my mind made up and I'm kind of already firm in how I believe and how I want to proceed in this friendship. And I'm sorry if that doesn't, you know, align with what you want, but I think that with like, <laughs> and I use this, I use this when I was talking about COVID, but it's like, whatever the strictest person's policy is, that's what I'm going to follow. You know, if it's like, I'm okay with not wearing a mask, but my friend really wants me to wear a mask, then I'll honor them and wear a mask. Like I will do normally what the strictest person wants me to do. So in the same vein, if you want to end the friendship and the other person doesn't, it's on them to kind of figure out what they're going to do with the lack of you in their life. Like it is not necessarily on you to help them work through how they're feeling in terms of this friendship ending. Obviously, yes, you can talk to them about it, but they also have other friends, they have therapists, they can talk to other people about it. So it really is on you to put yourself first. And I want to really emphasize that when I say that you need to put yourself first, I don't mean that you need to step on other people, make other people feel bad. This whole episode, please just take away that you have to come at everything with grace and compassion and respect. Because just as you want someone else to respect you and think about you and put your kind of like well-being, not first, but in their mind, that's how you want to treat people. So treat people the way you want to be treated, especially in the ending of friendships. Just know that friendships end and that is totally okay. And I think that something that I've learned is that the end of friendships don't necessarily have to mean that you had a huge falling out. It really just could be because you're in different phases of your life, different stages of your life, and maybe in the future you're going to reconnect. For example, um, I had some childhood best friends when I was living overseas in Hong Kong and we were literally best friends and then I ended up moving away and we lost touch, but we actually got to see each other again last April, so about 11 months ago, and we hung out for the weekend. It was really a lot of fun and I've been able to see some of them like bits and pieces a couple of months, like, well, they'll call me every, like once every couple of months, but we didn't end this friendship because something had happened and we all did keep the notion of being open to the possibility of reconnecting in the future if circumstances change and i moved away when i was 14 now i'm about to turn 23 so circumstances changed right like we grew older they lived in the us and and north america for a little bit before returning back to asia some of them so circumstances have changed everyone's kind of in different places and I am open to the possibility of reconnecting with them because I remember how impactful and important they were in my life and I cherish the good memories and I don't hold the grudge against them for letting the friendship fade away because it just wasn't serving either of us in the moment and that is okay. So that's all I want to leave you guys with. I feel like the past couple of episodes have been a little bit more like functional, tactile, really well-researched low-key on my part not to toot my own horn episodes but I hope that they have been helpful for you again I never want to come in and talk about things like I am an expert I just want to preface this with I am also still learning and normally I talk about things that I have personally been working on or working through or things that I have gone through and I feel comfortable with sharing but 
please note that I am not a licensed professional. None of this, please don't take this as medical advice. Just take what resonates and leave what doesn't. I'm just another human like you, and I know that sometimes these episodes can come across as preachy, but I really don't want it to be like that. I'm just trying to share what I've learned. So I hope you feel some solidarity on the bench of letting go of friendships, because you better know that I've had to let go of really hard friendships in my life, and it is a topic that is really, definitely really difficult, and definitely something that I don't want to gloss over, but yes. With all of that being said, I hope you feel some solidarity and some love. Be kind to yourself today and every day, and you can find me on all of the corners of the internet. I have an Instagram and a newsletter and a Pinterest and a Spotify and a TikTok, and I still don't know how I'm going to end these episodes, so the plugs are always going to be a little bit different, but I love you guys so much. Thank you so much again for supporting this podcast, and I will see you next Tuesday. All right, bye.